Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. This is a walk and talk episode that I am not walking for. I'm also re-recording this for the 900th time because yesterday I tried recording it a few times and I got <laughs> I got caught in a sprinkler system and I literally could not figure out how to get away from the sprinklers. I was I'm so glad it was not recorded. It was so embarrassing. Um and then I was just rambling and rambling and then I did one last night that, you know, I hoped drove the point home and then I listened this morning and I was like, that was insufferable. So we're going to try again. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with a walk and talk, I typically am, you're not going to believe this, walking and talking. Today, I am getting, I'm putting on my makeup and I'm going to tell you guys about my push period because it is currently nine. I don't have anything required of me till 11, which is just great. Am I going to work? Yes. Am I also going to make breakfast? Yes. Um, now, I mean, there are some things required of me. I don't want to act like that, but it's like, I, I have to like respond to an email and I have to like do something for a client. Like I'm not like under intense pressure. Now, the reason why I'm not under intense pressure is because I very specifically build my periods this way, not my physical ones, but the periods of my year. I build like phases of my year into being uh, push periods is what I call it, aka busy periods and rest periods. Now there's some tricks to doing this correctly, but uh, we can go into that. But the, the thing with a push period is that I really believe that there's a reason I've never really felt burnt out in my business. And the reason is because I don't want a consistent business. I don't want like ongoing six out of 10 energy. I don't wanna kind of go kind of fast every single day. That is just, a recipe for disaster for the human condition. Most things I talk about, I'm like, yeah, you know, you have to find your preference. You have to find your preference. I very much believe that this is not a preference as much as it is a way that humans are built kind of thing. Um, and so where was I going with this? So the thing that I'm telling you today is that I build these periods of my business where I'm crazy busy, like I said, and then I have periods directly after where I am not crazy busy, right? And I am exiting a push period and I'm entering a rest period. And I think that that's interesting to some people. You know, I put a poll up on Instagram that was like, do you guys want to see what it's like to be done with a push period? The answer was yes. So here we are. Now, here's the thing is that when let's say we were on a treadmill, this is the example I always give. If we were always on a treadmill, or sorry, if we were on a treadmill, would you prefer to, how do I put this? Would you prefer to kind of walk extremely fast? You know that extremely fast where you almost feel like you're going to fall over? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the extremely fast where you're like 
this is exhausting, but I'm just walking. And like, if I started to run, that would be so embarrassing. Like you would be like, like skipping almost, you know what I mean? Where you're like, I can't, I can't start running right now. Uh, so imagine going that speed for two hours straight. Okay. And you're going a certain like distance by doing this on this treadmill. Okay. So you're getting on the treadmill and you're consistently going this certain kind of fast, kind of slow speed. Now, let's say instead you could get on the treadmill and run fast for five minutes, 10 minutes, and then you could get off the treadmill and have a five, 10 minute break. And then you have to get back on the treadmill, you do another push, and then you can get off the treadmill and you can take another break. Now, this is why I don't think that push periods and rest periods are a preference thing for me. I think that humans need it is because in essence, all I'm saying is give yourself a break, right? And what I do is I have, I try to, I, I, it's accidentally worked this way, but I try to make my push periods three months. I try to make my rest periods three months. Is it always perfectly that way? No. Sometimes push period needs to last longer. Sometimes the rest period can last longer. It all is contingent on the state of the business, my goals, um, my energy levels, and I'm allowed to change my mind. So are you. You're allowed to extend one. You're allowed to end one early. I try not to do that out of I'm tired because that's part of a push period, but it is what it is. So you get it. I don't have to like belabor this. A push period, as you can tell, oops, dropping shit, is when you're just crazy, crazy, crazy busy. And then I have a rest period where we coast and I'm chilling and I'm living my best life. Now, how to make the most of this though, right? Because I know pe some people have asked me, well, I don't understand, like if you're working really hard those three months, then like, what are you doing in the rest period? Cause aren't you not gonna make any money? Correct. Correct, I am not making any additional money. And that's one of the keys that I'm gonna dive, in, dive into. Now, the thing is, is that in a push period, my goal is a couple things. And it's not always all of these, I'm just gonna give you some examples of what you could be doing in a push period. One, uh, one thing that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to swap out lower paying retainer clients for higher paying retainer clients. That might mean that the clients that are low, uh, low price retainer are converting to high price. So maybe that means that we, you know, increase deliverables for a client. Maybe that means that we raised their prices. So I'm trying to work the same amount for uh, more money, which is a win. And it's typically when we're like ready for it. I'm not just like trying to do that because I'm like, I need more money. It's like, no, it's warranted. Uh, so there is that just so we're clear. And then the other thing that I'm trying to do in a push period is I'm trying to really revamp some systems that maybe are broken, that maybe need fixing, that maybe need help or attention to, or maybe that I haven't built that I'd like to build. So it's also a bit of like a back end uh, sitch, right? For this one in particular, I wanted to get some auto email automations in place. Uh, I was switching off of HoneyBook again, just because I'm not offering services anymore. So I don't need like automated 
sequences the way that I did before because it's really just the membership and the uh, round table. So that was something else I wanted to focus on. Oh, I have to tell you about my makeup guys at some point. Like maybe I'll do it on my personal Instagram because I found the holy grail of makeup. Uh, but the other thing that you could do at a push period is audit. You know, you can take a look at maybe your social media needs an upgrade. Do you want to make new templates? Maybe you, you know, don't have the right team in place and you want to swap them out or, you know, find people who are more aligned. Swap them out sounds so... <laughs> devaluing to the human experience. I did not mean to word it like that. Um, maybe you want to uh, create a new digital product. Maybe you want to sell another group program. For instance, push periods to me used to be a really aggressive, I'm going to push square one accelerator uh, month where my push period wasn't three months, it was one month. And I would truly just, my focus was truly just to, um, sell my group program. I tried to have 30 to 40 people in the group program. I think average price, I'm not a high price. I don't agree with it. So I think my average price was anywhere from 750 to 1200, depending on which round I was running. Uh, so I would have a push where I would like try to fill this group container for six to eight weeks. And then that was it. I would just coast with that money for the next three months. I'm not selling. I'm not posting if I don't want to. I'm not doing extra work. I'm just like doing that one focus thing. This past push period started in April 1st. No, May 1st, May, June, July. Yep, uh, May 1st. April 1st-ish was when uh, Dial Zero opened its doors. Or maybe it was March. My point is we had clients already interested. We had clients already because we were working behind the scenes. We just didn't have a name and a website. Um, my marketing agency, Dial Zero Marketing. And so that opened and we needed to beta test. We needed to get some systems underway. So that was like part one uh, was maybe like March, but I wouldn't even call it a push period. We were just kind of like working. And then in the push period, it was aggressive sales client acquisition, churning clients, so like bringing clients in on projects, out on projects, in on projects, out on projects, uh, where in this rest period, no projects, just coasting with our retainer projects or our retainer clients. Did uh, do, do, do what else was part of this push period? I wanted to make uh, 30 grand monthly and acquire that in those three months in Dial Zero Marketing alone. That way, the team was fully paid for their work. Because when Dial Zero opened, Team AP was covering some of those key, those team expenses, which is something I'm talking about soon is kind of like how I separate revenue and expenses and da-da-da-da-da, you know. But because I try to get creative with it. And then I, like I said, I wanted to fix some systems and some back-end functions and things like that. So for me during a push period, I'm working Saturdays, I'm working Sundays, I'm working well into the night, I'm working hard every day. And I have goals for things that I want to get done that are more project oriented during that time period. So maybe that's when I say, okay, I want to um, have X amount of project only clients. 
And maybe in a typical quarter, if I wasn't doing a push period, I'd want three projects. So maybe inside a push period, I want five, I want seven, I want 10. You've maybe seen me do this with VIP days where I would do one a week sometimes. Like in a regular month, I might do one a week or two a month. Um, and then, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, boo, 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 boo. What was I saying? Yeah, so VIP days, I used to do like two a uh, month, maybe three, maybe four. In a push period, I would open up spots to do two a week. So I might do eight a month, 10 a month uh, for two months or so. And people are like, but that's so much work. That's the point, guys, to build up and accumulate money in a tight time frame and then coast, you know? Uh, it's like working a double. You know, you're like, at least I'm going to get paid over time. So for me, that's how I like to operate my business. That's how I like my clients. If you work with me, I kind of force you into that model. And the reason for that is because we need rest, guys. And there's some tricks that I can share with you. I'm putting on lip liner. There's some tricks I'm going to share with you really quick. One is that if you are trying to accommodate to this model, the first thing that you have to understand is that you have to know when you're at the end of the push period. And how you will know this is that you have set clear goals at the beginning. One might even say smart goals, which is specific, measurable, attainable, uh, I want to say reality. That's not the right word. Um, realistic and time-based. If you want to write that down, those are how you gauge a smart goal. Now for me, 30 grand isn't like hard for me to secure. I'm not trying to sound like a douchebag. Uh, it's not that it's hard. It's, it's work though. You know, I'm not just gonna like twiddle my thumbs and like all of a sudden I have 30 grand of retainers every month. Like that's just not the re that's just not the case. I don't, for anybody, like even your coach who you admire online, like they have to work for it too. So hold on one second, I have to spray my face. Oh my God, the spray's not working, okay. Okay, so, oh, she's stunning. So do, 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 that is, Step one is that you have to set really smart goals. For me, I like to push myself. I like to have a realistic goal and I like to have a stretch goal. So for me, my realistic goal would have probably been 20 grand and my stretch goal was 30. I'm going to aim always for the stretch goal. But if I land by the realistic goal, then I'm good. So for you, maybe that is, I want to do five projects in a month is, or five, yeah, five projects in a month, or maybe I want to do, you know, 30% more projects in a quarter. And then maybe that push, you know, that stretch goal is I want to, now I'm making coffee. I want to double the work that I'm doing. Like I want to double the projects that I'm doing. And here's the thing, everything in a push period has to be project-based, it has to be in and out because otherwise you're just creating more work for when you're supposed to be coasting. So that might mean, okay, I'm going to go in and build a welcome sequence. I'm also going to build a new like Dubsado workflow for when people come into my business. 
I'm going to completely clean up my profit and loss statement, which we have a template for a profit and loss inside of the doer's library. There's a few things that this could be, you know, so you want to do internal projects, but you also want to kind of double up the project work. I think in this push period, we did one, two, three, four, five, six, five, five or six branding projects. I can't really compare it to, you know, low seasons or like rest seasons because we have never done branding before because the doors opened. Uh, but now I'm interested in no branding projects. You know, now we're just going to coast. Now we're going to chill. Uh, I Now my schedule is one where I don't have any meetings. Like literally I had one meeting this week. That's it. Just one. I went from like back to back and like so many meetings every single week and like don't think that like it doesn't mess with your mind. Of course it does, but you have to prepare for that, guys. You have to know that your brain once you like thinks that things are supposed to be like predictable and you know, the brain likes to tell you that hard work is like bad. But I try to remember that like I'm giving my future self the best gift. Like I'm working for her because I love her. And I do I feel loved right now by my past self because all of that hard work is paying off. I got to sleep in today. Yesterday, I didn't have to work if I didn't want to. Everything I did yesterday was fun. It was playful. It was like ideas that I had been sitting on, which is another thing in a push period. If there's something that I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying to do this. I probably don't have time for it. So I'll push it to a rest period, right? Uh, I probably will like not really take calls or not really push calls. I probably will... I got 40 episodes recorded uh, with video um, in this push period so that I don't have to record for the next three months. So it's things like that where it's just really nice to double, triple up on the work because for the next three months, not only do we not need a new client, we are also fine to let one client go, which I'm so excited to do. We can let another client, we can actually let two or three clients go and our money will not be affected. Uh, I mean, it'll be affected because it'll drop, but like we won't be in a bad situation literally at all. And our next push period will start October. October, like let's say, eh, probably October 1st if we're being honest. So I have two months, two months to just chill, to coast. I'm still gonna work. I'm still gonna work a lot. You know, I like a, I like to work. But for me, if I don't want to work on a Tuesday, I'm not going to work on a Tuesday. If I want to work on a Saturday afternoon, I'll work on a Saturday afternoon. If I want to take a week off, I'm going to take a week off. You're going to see me travel. You're going to see me uh, more on my social media because I have more time to do it. And it's the beauty and the value of a push period and a rest period, knowing that I can, you know, really get a lot done in one time period. Because here's the thing. Here's the other thing that I want you to think about is that like, you know, those six branding projects, let's say, and I'm making up a number because I'm not about to reveal too much about our services, but let's say an average branding project is three grand, right? And we did six of them. We made 18 grand in like six weeks. That's great, you know? And when you hear people saying, oh, I made X amount in X amount of time, they were busting their ass or they're lying. But let's just 
give people the benefit of the doubt. So they were busting their ass. They were in a push period. And for us, we made, let's say, which it wasn't, but let's say it was 18 grand from those, you know, six branding projects. Now, if I stretch those branding projects over a year, I might be like, ugh, I only made 18 grand from this. But the thing is, instead of me kind of being busy always, which I don't do the branding, don't think I do, instead of us kind of being eh, busy always, we're going to have busy seasons where we're on, we're going to have busy seasons where we're off, and in between it, we get to play, we get to, we're going to have idea sessions, brainstorm sessions. You know, the girls on my team, we're now built in a way where they are, you know, chilling. They're good. They are doing, you know, work for like 50% of the month and the rest of the month we get to work on this like new thing that we're trying to, to do. We get to travel together and meet up and have brainstorm sessions. So it's just, it's very exciting. It's all very good. I can't wait to tell you more about you know, kind of how we're growing and changes that are coming, which you're going to see on Monday, which is so exciting, a new normal for us. I think you're going to love it. If you listened to this podcast last night when I put it up and if you listened all the way to the end, I actually told you guys because I was like, haha, if you listen to the end, then I'll give you a little treat. Um, But no, not this one. If you listen to the end, shoot me a message. I love to hear when people listen to these. 21 minutes isn't a ton of time, but I also know that I was rambling. It's so hard with me for these walk and talks sometimes because it's so spur of the moment that I'm like, oh, and I want to tell them this. Oh, and I want to tell them this. Oh, I want to tell them this. But this is an important topic, and I have re-recorded this a few times to make sure that I'm like making it digestible, but I might actually make this into a more formatted episode because I do really want to share the intricacies of how you can make this work in your business. Anyway, I'm off to, what am I doing? Send two contracts to new clients. And I am, I have a call I'm sitting in on for a client that I don't need to be on. And I'm going to take that with camera off, laying on my couch, playing The Sims. And I'm recording a podcast later. And that's my whole day, guys. The rest of the time, your girl is chilling. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you later.